This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans is celebrating 75 years of providing Tennesseans with high-quality health care at an affordable cost. Visit FBHP.com to learn about our history in Tennessee. With Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith, the Thanksgiving edition of the OTP. I'm very thankful to be here. I'm very thankful for Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah. I'm very thankful to be here. And I, I have a few things I want to start off with that I'm thankful about. Um, kindnesses from the OT people. Yes. First of all, uh, total kindnesses about our Wednesday night show on 104.5 The Zone in Nashville and also on Titans Radio. And that is Titans Tonight with Keith Bullock. Yes. Uh, I've received so many nice comments about that show. And it is one of our favorites, too. It's a show that we really like doing. It goes so fast. Uh, because the conversation with Keith and with Rhett Bryan and with yourself and and um, I'm trying to stir it a little bit in and out of breaks and whatever, but it is a really enjoyable radio show and uh, just been made aware from several people just sort of all at once how how much they enjoy listening to the show. So very thankful for that to the OT people for being a part of that at six o'clock on Wednesday nights at six central Wednesday nights. It's on 104.5 The Zone in Nashville, and some Titans radio stations carry it around the region. I don't know how many for sure, but thank you for that. That is very nice to hear. That is, it's my favorite part of the week is doing that show. It's been so much fun to do with, of course, you and Keith Bullock and Rhett Bryan, and you know a good radio show as a broadcaster when you're in the flow of talking about something you realize Oh, shoot, we haven't taken a break. Right. <laughs> oh, no. And so then towards the end of the show, you're trying to get all the breaks in. And that's when you know things are going really well. And I think I, too, have received a lot of good comments about some of the topics that we've been able to discuss. And just some of the uh, conversation is so good. Well, Keith is so engaged. And I appreciate his perspective. I appreciate the way that he approaches it as a broadcaster. And he's gotten better at that over the years, especially now he's doing some TSU games on television. But he understands how the flow works, kind of like Dave McGinnis does with us on Titans Radio. The former players and coaches who get on radio and television and take the time to figure out how it all works are the ones who become good at it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Keith has done that. The other thing he does well, too, is he's very interested in your opinion He's very interested in my opinion. He's very interested in Rhett's opinion. And because of that, even though we're really not peers with him, I mean, he's Mr. Monday Night. Right, yeah. I mean, he's the leading tackler in the Titans portion of our franchise's history. And yet he treats us like peers. And so I think it just makes for fascinating conversation, and I really enjoy it. Last week, uh, the discussion about the Titans fan base and the way the Titans fan base at Nissan Stadium loves defense and seems to be at their best for our defense, and always have, and your comment, which might have been the best comment in the history of the show, for explaining why our fan base loves defense so much. The fact that you said it's a very in-tune football crowd. They are football savvy. Yeah, we have a – an incredibly intelligent football-wise fan base and everything-wise. You're all very smart people. But our fans know this game. Right. And 
traveling around to other stadiums, we have the unique opportunity of getting to know a lot of different fan bases. And there are some that are not in tune to the game and the intricacies of it the way the Titans fans are. Right. Because this is football country. This is what we do. We know football down here. And it's so refreshing to be able to be around a fan base where you don't have to tell them on the Jumbotron what to do. You don't have to explain to them why screaming and yelling at a certain part isn't a big deal or why being loud really is helpful. I mean, how many times in the history of this Titans team, especially in the recent history, have we had multiple penalties that were because of the crowd that helped this team? And I think that that is something that comes with a fan base that knows what they're doing right. and knows this game. Well, it's like if you go to any sort of performance, whether it's a Broadway play or a concert or any any sort of performance, if the crowd knows when to cheer and what to cheer for and cheers most loudly at the completely appropriate moment, that's a crowd that's in tune. This crowd gets defense. Yep. And I love that about the OT people and the people at Nissan Stadium. I think that's what I love most about Titans fans is they love defense. And I thought Keith Bullock in discussing it last week was going to get emotional. Yeah. Because he talked about the fact that that's what he misses the most about playing. Yeah. He misses that feeling that you get when you're on the field and everybody comes to their feet to help the defense or the defense gets an important three and out and the people, that's the loud, they almost cheer more loudly for that than they do a touchdown, Yeah, which is just awesome. So it was a great discussion. It's usually a very good discussion. Uh, His discussion about Jeff Saturday last week and about the fact that had he been called the same way and asked, do you want to be the head coach um, as a former player, with as much credibility as Jeff Saturday has, what he would have said. And I just thought it was fascinating. So if you get a chance to listen, please do. Um, And also send us your questions, hashtag Titans Tonight. Keith Bullock um, answers great questions, and our listenership gives us the best topics to go off. Oh, yeah. So hashtag Titans Tonight. Hit it and get it. Yeah, hit it and get it. Okay. Uh, The second thing, speaking of thank yous, Okay. We did Titans All Access last week after the Green Bay game. Mm-hmm. And uh, a peek behind the curtain, a breakdown of the fourth wall. That show had to be done before we left and went to Green Bay. Right. Yes. And the reason is because that show has to be distributed Friday morning very early so it can be closed captioned. Right. And that's just something you legally have to do. So... Because it was a road game, because we didn't know what the weather was going to be like in Green Bay, you're afraid of the plane freezing, we, we couldn't come back in and just tape something, so we had to do it beforehand. Well, we did a show where we tried to answer 23 of your most common questions about the new stadium, and people have been very kind about it. Uh, had somebody stop me yesterday and say, I really enjoyed that. There were some things, and this was somebody knowledgeable, there were some things that I wasn't 100% sure of. And uh, so we've gotten a lot of nice comments on that. And if you watch Titans All Access, it is a 20-year-old show that we've that we've done for 20 years. Yeah, uh, there you go. No, that's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's on not just on the Sinclair stations in Nashville, 
but it's also on in Knoxville and Chattanooga and all over the region in Memphis and Jackson and um, in Kentucky and Alabama. And um, it's really been a fun show to do. And that one in particular, I thought was especially good. And so uh, thank you for the kind words about that as people continue to be fascinated by the thoughts of the new stadium. Well, it's a fascinating thing, Mike Keith. I mean, the possibilities are endless. It's so exciting for not only the Titans organization, but for the city as a whole. And so to be able to provide as much clarity as we can as this process is going through and really uh, answer as many questions as we can. I mean, that's what we want to do. That's the whole point. Um, we want people to be excited, but we also want them to be informed about where the team is and how this is going to look and what we've got going on. And so I, I was really excited to be able to do that show. And it's still the number one thing that people stop right. me and ask me about is the stadium. Well, and, it's like, where's it going to be? Right. You know, so we shot it in the parking lots in front of the stadium closest to the interstate where, where it's, it's going to be. be. Now. Yeah. We don't know if we were standing on the exact spot (laughs) in the parking lot. This is the 50-yard line. We can't swear to it. (laughs) I mean, we could have, but that would have been misleading. Yes. Uh, But the the whole thing, just kind of giving you a general picture as we we hopefully are moving toward the finish line of of getting final approval and being able to move forward because there are so many exciting things that continue to come out about possibilities. And, you know, we're talking about our crowd. And how great they are with defense. And can you imagine what they're going to be like with that roof? Well, uh, I mean, even John Robinson on the show, he mentioned it. And, I mean, sound has always been something that has been so useful for the Tennessee Titans at Nissan Stadium. It's a loud stadium at Nissan Stadium. And here's what's funny. So when we first started in 99, the whole league claimed that we were pumping in crowd noise. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That I was a thing. The Rams the Rams said it and several other teams did. And here's the reason. Because they there was never football in the SEC part of the country outside of in New Orleans. Um but there there had never been anything like this in this part of the world. And so they had not seen this kind of fan base. In, in many places in the NFL. So it, of course, had to be pumped in crowd noise. Right. Well, uh, I mean, it's not. It, right. I, it, it, it's and it not. wasn't. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It isn't. But can you imagine putting a lid on that? Oh, and, yeah. Oh, the way that sound is going to reverberate. Mm-hmm. It's going to be loud, loud. So thank you for the kind words and, and about Titans All Access and, for, and about Titans Tonight. Uh, also, to the OT people, we're thankful for you for uh, keeping this podcast going the way that you have. To our sponsor, Farm Bureau Health Plans, who does a, a phenomenal job of, of supporting us in so many different things. One other thing I want to mention that Farm Bureau Health Plans sponsors is they put a camera in the booth in front of me. Did you know this? <laughs> Did I know this? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. It's my favorite part of the week. Yeah. So then they show it back on social media, Yeah, a big play from the game, and then what I did and said. and it's I think it's, it's great. It's often quite embarrassing. Well, but, Mike, here's the thing. Okay. I don't think you realize how excited your enthusiasm makes other people. You watch the game, and the way that you are watching and calling and interacting with the game 
is the same way that everybody else is interacting with the game. And so to see the voice that everybody hears in their head when they're watching Titans football, I mean, even if you're if you're just watching a replay, like on the news or something, and they don't have the play-by-play, everybody hears your voice in their head when they watch it. Sounds so then, like a psychological problem. Well, I mean, yeah, mainly for me. Um, but when you see you and that you're actually as excited as you sound, I think it makes people really happy that it's not fake. You are genuinely that excited. Yeah, but unless it was you. Well, yeah, if it was I mean, me, it uh, would be horrifying. Well, it is horrifying. Yeah, but it's because you, it's so like, I think it's I, great. I did not just do that. You know, you're that's what you're thinking. This week, however. Is so good. Lucas Panzeca. <laughs> stole the show. Stole the show and helped me out. <laughs> so Lucas Panzeca is, I have known him since he was a student at the University of Tennessee. I've known him maybe even before that. I can't remember when. I mean, I've, I've known him since he was a teenager. And he he went to to the University of Tennessee. He worked at WUTK, the greatest, the greatest college radio station in America, and uh, has come up through the ranks. Uh, done a lot of play by play. Worked for WDKN and Dixon, our friends there, longtime Titans radio partner, and then uh, is working for 104.5 The Zone. And Lucas does our scoreboards. And it, listen, he's a really talented young man, and very proud of what he's been able to do. And and everything. If you watch this week's in, the, do we call it in the booth? Yes, is that what we call it. Yep. Okay. And it is sponsored by Farm Bureau, right? Farm you Bureau Health Plans. Sure is. Just making sure. Doing me a solid on okay. that one. Okay, thank you. So, on the jump pass from Derrick Henry to Austin Hooper, I, I get a little excited. And <laughs> and the reaction would have been, as usual, quite embarrassing. Yet. Lucas leaps at the point that Derek leaps, I think. And leap is really a kind Do we word. call that a leap? I don't know what it is. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think his feet leave the ground. No. Do no. they? Well, it, it wasn't. It was, let's just put it this way. It took me off the hook. He was excited. He was very excited. He and, was excited. And so uh, I got to, somebody sent it to me, and I didn't know what it was initially. I think <laughs> Brad Willis sent it to me. Yes. And I didn't know that it was the in the booth. And so uh, if you get a chance to look at that. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Um, as someone who has a vertical that's about two, maybe, on a good day, that I don't think that's a, a full jump. Well, let's put it this way. He's a very talented young man. He has a very bright future. Not in basketball. Not as a shot blocker <laughs> or in anything related to basketball. <laughs> at At all. All of our social media channels in the booth. I love it All so right. hard. Thankful for Lucas Panzeca's lack of jumping ability. <laughs> Lucas is never going to be in the booth ever again during games. He's going to find a spot in the press box. By the way, Derrick Henry, so I pulled his stats, his passing stats, just for fun. Yeah. For a little discussion. He Counting the postseason touchdown pass he threw, six of seven for 26 yards, three touchdowns, a long of eight yards. His passer rating is 121.7. My man's coming for Tannehill's job. Look out. Yeah. But here, here's what's <laughs> yeah. really impressive about Yeah, I think it's funny. Yeah. Him calling himself a young Peyton Manning. 
I cannot. Great line, by the way. I thought great line, spectacular, spectacular <laughs> line from somebody that you don't expect a spectacular line from. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really do lines. No, but he he got one there. I'm dumbfounded. We have not heard from Peyton Manning about this yet. <laughs> I'm sure he has heard from Peyton Manning about this. I don't know. Really? I don't know because Peyton usually Peyton loves that sort of stuff, especially from a guy like Derek, who I know just having known him for a long time. He has so much respect for a Derrick Henry. Yeah. First of all, he's an SEC guy like his dad was and like Peyton is and like his brother and, you know, all of those sorts of things. And so that's a big deal to Peyton. And um, the fact that that Derrick would have dropped his name instead of somebody else, I bet makes him very happy. I bet we'll probably see some sort of commercial – yeah, this, they'll probably this coming be, yeah, off pro- season. Both of them will probably uh-huh. make a lot of money off that. Which I, I mean, I, I say good for them. I don't think there are two faces that you see more on your television right now than Derrick Henry and Peyton Manning. You are seeing a lot of Derrick Henry. I don't know about the whole. I mean, Peyton Manning is everywhere. Peyton Manning is everywhere. Omaha Productions is absolutely killing it. Yeah. I thought he did a good job on the CMAs with Luke Bryan. Yeah. Yes. I thought that I watched that show. Stem to stern. I did mean, you I, really? I really did. I wow. thought it was great, which is why I'm so excited about Lainey Wilson doing halftime at the game on Sunday at Nissan Stadium because she had such a big night at that. Yeah, uh, I I'm gonna be honest. I'm not one for award shows. Doesn't really do I don't it for me. Usually, yeah, I'm, I don't either. But we started watching it and then we didn't stop. Wow, all the way through. I'm impressed by you. Uh, well, it was just I thought it was their best show that I've seen in forever for everything that they had. First of all, Chris Stapleton, yes, have him on. Oh. Yes, I just please. want Chris and Stapleton had, to hang had had out Patty Loveless was on, too. And when I was working at WIVK, Patty Loveless, that's in Knoxville, by the way, in case you don't know, Patty Loveless was one of the biggest female singers in country music. She's a little older now, so she doesn't do quite as much, you know, in terms of the contemporary stuff. But what a nice lady. I mean, and I mean, she was a big deal. She and Martina McBride were two of the biggest stars then, and I came across them both. Susie Boggess was another one. Uh, I came across them both at the radio station. It was quite thrilling to be the sports director at the number one country station in America because everybody came in. And that's where I got to know Kenny Chesney so well before he was Kenny Chesney and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And... um it, that, what a nice lady. So to see her out there with Chris Stapleton and his wife singing, uh, it was just fantastic. Oh, sounds like you're great. All right. Show. I want to get back to Derrick Henry, though. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We're all over the road today Well, with our thank yous yeah, because we're thankful. We're just very thankful, yes. and it spills out. I am so proud of Derrick Henry, not only leading the league in rushing, but he's also averaging 11.1 yards per catch. That's his best figure since 2019. And he works so hard at it. Well, with two more catches and eight more yards, he will set career highs in catches and receiving yards. Wow. So, I mean, that's seven games to go. Yeah. And so that's been a big factor, even as people try to stymie him, like what the Packers did the other night. You know, it's like, well, just 28 carries for – 87 yards, it's like, well, two catches for 45 yards is just fine. Because when I talk about Derrick Henry, I'm not talking about rushes. I'm talking about touches. Mm -hmm. I want him touching the ball. He touched the ball the other night 32 times. However you can get it to him. However you can get it to him. him. Absolutely. So, 
he, he's thrown it well, but he's also caught it well this year. What an outstanding weapon for someone like Ryan Tannehill. He gives you so many options um, just with everything that he's able to do. And again, he works so hard at his pass catching. And I cannot emphasize that enough that it's so good to see him having success because we see how much he works out. He's got to catch 100 balls a day. Well, he's not a natural catcher. No. But and, and he was not asked to do that as a younger player. And so that is a skill he's had to develop. And he, he didn't really know how to run a lot of routes. <laughs> he didn't, they didn't do much with him in the screen game anywhere. And so that's a timing thing. That, and Tony Dews does an amazing job. And the two of them work in concert. Tony Dews is the running back coach. He really does a great job saying, okay, now this is the angle you need to take. This is where you need to be when Ryan Tannehill is going to deliver the ball. This is what you need to be looking for because that is not a – I mean, he was just the guy you handed the ball to. Right. When he was at Alabama, he was the guy you handed the ball to. Yep. And so you get to the league and you don't know anything about that. Yep. That's a problem. He's had to learn. He's had to learn. But he works so hard. You know what else we have to learn about? What? Duncan's new rewards program. Oh, I don't need to learn. Known as Duncan Rewards. Ooh, I know it. Rewards you can really use – Save them, stack them, use them however you want. Use them to get donuts, free coffee, breakfast sandwiches. Join today on the Duncan app and start saving and stacking your way to free Duncan, the Duncan Rewards Program. I could go for a donut right now. I'm having Duncan coffee right now. Doesn't a donut sound kind of nice? Duncan coffee sounded good this morning. Well, oh, you didn't uh, bring me any. Oh, here's another thing that we're talking about. Uh, as I ignore that. Uh-huh. So uh, have you been getting a lot of questions about tickets here for the next few weeks? Yes. Because the Titans are at home quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Like for the Cincinnati game Sunday, I had more people reach out to me about tickets because um, you got family in. Yeah. And and it's a good time. And the team's good. And there are some good games. Right. Uh, here's what I need to tell you about that from our friend Jim Rice, Senior Director of uh, Ticket services yes realistically if you're looking to buy tickets the only game that's left is the houston game on december 24th interesting so i'm telling the ot people this so if you go to tennesseetitans.com backslash tickets you can make a move you can make a move yeah okay if you've got a group and group tickets are something that that has been the most awesome thing that we have started doing, say, in the last five years. We didn't do it early on, and I wish we had because for so many people, like out of town or like your football teams just finished their season or, you know, you want to you wanna bring some you know, a group from church or, you know, whatever, um, group sales is awesome. There are no more groups. Nope. Except for the Houston game. Okay. You can do a group for the Houston game. The family four-pack for the Houston game. Four tickets, four hot dogs, four pretzels, four sodas, and access to the Winter Wonderland area outside of the stadium. Oh, that's cool. What is that? I don't know. Why have we not been informed? Well, it sounds great, though. I bet it's It's in... something with Coach Mack, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sure it is. I'm sure you, would you get your picture taken with Coach mm-hmm. Mack. That's why we haven't been included. Everything now is about Coach Mack. No Santa, just Mack uh-huh. standing there. Come here, get your picture made. Um, Come here, kids. <laughs> like what he did on the on the Titans game day TV show on Channel 4 at the last home game. 
Did you see what he did? No. So we're doing this show on Channel 4 on Sunday mornings at 1030. It's really a lot of fun. And Coach Mack just starts calling kids up for the last segment just to be on the set. <laughs> Come here, Timmy. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, it puts the headset on him. It's like, no, you need the headset, Coach. Yes, we're still on the talk. air. Yeah. yeah, no. Who are you picking in this game, Timmy? You know, <laughs> I mean, it's great. That's awesome. It though. is awesome. Cool By the way, if you want to come up to the Wesley Mortgage Club, which is uh, on the west side, yes, come on up at ten thirty. I mean, even if you don't sit up there, you can, yeah, you can just come. You and can just see come the visit, show. see yeah. the show, and then head out. You're not going to hurt anything. Yeah. Um, just come on up and and be part of the program. WSMV4, as they now call it. Yes. On Sunday mornings at 1030, which is fun because it's the first time we've ever had a show on site 90 minutes before a game. So, I mean, there's plenty to talk about. Oh, there's tons to talk about. I wish I could go to that show, but I have to be on the radio. Radio. Okay. So, again, if you're interested in tickets, the Houston game. Yes. The Houston game, still available for groups. The family four-pack, four tickets, four hot dogs, four pretzels, and four sodas, and access to Coach Mack's Winter Wonderland area outside <laughs> the stadium. It has to be. <laughs> we don't know what that is, well, but it's, it's probably be, it's Mack involved. Him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> TennesseeTitans.com backslash tickets. Am I saying that right? TennesseeTitans.com slash tickets. Slash tickets. Yeah. I, I don't think you have to specify the You don't direction. have to backslash. You did for a while. Yeah. Well, you also had to say www w- for a while. W- so w- w- we have moved on. Yes. www.tennesseetitans.com <laughs> slash backslash whatever front slash tickets. <laughs> TennesseeTitans.com slash tickets. The Houston game. The Houston game. And we need <laughs> you there for that, by the way, because, you know, got to win that. Do you realize the Titans' magic number to win their third straight AFC South is four? If the Titans go four and three the rest of the way, no matter what happens anywhere else with Indianapolis or Jacksonville, the Titans win the division. Well, that's awesome yeah. and feels manageable. So then, and I'm not going to go through every scenario because this is not a visual podcast. It'll drive you crazy. Yeah. But then you get into combinations of Titans wins and – Indianapolis losses and or Jacksonville losses. I mean, um, the total is four. Well, that's great news. So if that's the case, so we were talking schedule this week for 2023. Oh, okay. You ready for this? Yes. Okay. So if the Titans do win the division. Fingers crossed. Okay. They know, we know we're playing Baltimore at home next year. Okay. We're playing Cincinnati again at home next year. Okay. Atlanta and Carolina. At home? At home. Along with the, the three AFC South teams. Right now, the Titans would play Kansas City at home because they will play the team that finishes in the same place that they finish in the AFC West. Is Kansas City just in our division? I feel like we play them but every it, year. But it's a home game. Yeah, but still. All right. Man. And so the away games right now, Cleveland, Kay. Pittsburgh, Kay. New Orleans, Tampa Bay. All right. And right now you would play the same team in the AFC East who has the like finish as you do. If the Titans win the AFC South, the team they would play right now would be Miami. We would go to Miami. Now, that's not set because obviously the divisions aren't set. So the 17th game next year, which is a home game for the Titans, 
it's against an NFC West team. Right now, it would be San Francisco. So as it stands right now, home games, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Carolina, Kansas City, San Francisco. Away games, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Miami. We'd have three Florida games. Well, here's the here's what I'm thinking. Okay. When you read off those road teams, I think restaurants almost immediately. I like, where am I going to eat in each of these places? Um, don't really. Ha- I mean, I guess I'm going to an Applebee's or something in Cleveland. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, but the Florida ones are good. Lots of good seafood. Well, we found that place in Jacksonville. The that barbecue pig. place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is quite delicious. It is fantastic. Yeah. Are you going to go there in, in January? January? Yes. It's we very go. good. It's too bad there's not SEC football on that day because when we went two years ago and things were – it was still quarantined, but it was a little bit better. You could you sit outside there. Yeah. Well, it's Florida. It, well, right. But, I, but I mean, their whole setup is outside, and so we could eat outside and watch football. Oh, that's We ate nice. there three times. <laughs> We ate there for lunch on Saturday, for dinner on Saturday night, because all we did is watch SEC football. Yeah. And then we had a late flight back, so after we beat Jacksonville, we drove immediately back to the Bearded Pig and watched Philadelphia play somebody. So we watched the late game before we had to go back to the airport. I think our flight was like at 8.50. That's awesome. It is fantastic. It's very good. It is very good. It is is a delicious establishment. Mm -hmm. All right, so uh, one more thing we'll leave you with before we uh, wrap up this edition of the OTP, the Thanksgiving edition. Some people have asked, why did the Titans have two Thursday night games? That's a great question. Now, there are teams that have two Thursday night games, but they'll play like Thanksgiving, and then they play the next Thursday, so they will have had a week in between. Right. So that's not the end of the world. So this year, the new Amazon package has 15 Thursday night games. So the NFL knew they were going to have two teams that were going to have to play two short week Thursday games each season. The owners knew it. They voted on it, passed a resolution allowing for two teams to play a second short week Thursday, which obviously puts you at a bit of a disadvantage. Right. There used to be a rule, it's true, where teams could play only one short week Thursday game per season. But they passed a rule that two teams would have to do it twice annually to make the new streaming deal with Amazon work because they're getting paid a gagillion yeah, dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. The Titans were one of the teams selected for this this year. So here's what we know. The Titans won't have to do it next year against that schedule we were just talking about. That's good news. It is good news. We know that that we know that they will be out of that. You know, may go to London, may do this, may do that, but we know they won't have to won't play have two Thursdays. Not two short week Thursdays. Okay. Again, you, you could c- have a Thursday to Thursday. You could have a Thursday to Thursday. Okay. But you can't have the short week. Now, here's the the best news about the second Thursday. The Titans play Houston for which you can still get tickets at TennesseeTitans.com slash tickets. Yes. On the 24th of December, Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Then they turn around and play Dallas on Thursday the 29th. 
at home. Yes. Both are at Don't home. ask me about tickets for that. But anyway. Yeah, it, but, they're gone. But that's five days. It's not four days. Oh, yeah, because it's a Saturday. Because it's a Saturday. Okay. And one extra day in that scenario is huge. Is huge. Not having now, to you travel. Know, right. And here's the other thing, too, is, you know, next year we will have a Black Friday game. So the I, day I think after that's Thanksgiving. Be, yes. So somebody will go Sunday to Friday again, but that's five days. Okay. If If the Titans end up playing... If we play, so say, just for the sake of saying, okay. the Titans end up with a Black Friday game. Will they have then played football on every day of the week? No. What what day will we have I missed? don't think we've ever played on Wednesday. Wednesday? So we played on a Tuesday. We played on a Tuesday. Thursday. Certainly a Monday. Maybe a Friday, Monday, yes. Saturday, Sunday. Okay, so Wednesday would be the only d- open date mm-hmm. still. Okay, something to plan for, to boys ponder. and girls. Yes. So we've covered a lot. We've covered a lot of ground. And uh, why are we not getting deeper into the Cincinnati game? Well, because the practice week is just starting. Yeah. The team practiced yesterday. There was no injury report. And people are like, where's the injury report? There's no injury report because it's a Tuesday. Yeah. Even though it feels like a football Wednesday, it is still a Tuesday Tuesday in the week. So there will be an injury report on Wednesday. There will be an injury report on Thursday in spite of the fact that the team does not practice on Thursday. It will be an assumed It will be injury. an estimated. That's it. It's an estimated. It's an estimate. Yes. And then Friday there will be the normal third injury report. So we're not delving deeply into this week's game because we had to record this with Thanksgiving being tomorrow and we've only seen the team practice one time. Right. So, you know, it could be outdated in a big hurry. And we don't want to do that. I think, you know, Vrabel, one of the smart things that I think Mike Vrabel does is he has started not practicing on Thanksgiving Day. Now, he can do it easily this week because the Titans are coming off the mini-buy, coming in Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Friday's fine. They obviously practice on Saturday as well. I think it's so smart, though. Yeah. Do you want to know why I think it's so smart? Tell me why, Mike. Because if you're... Let's say you're one of the older guys on the team. Let's say you're 29 years old, 28, 29 years old. You're married. You've probably got a kid or a couple of kids at this point. You've got family in town for Thanksgiving. You're coming into practice. It's going to be a short day. But you're being asked, when are you going to be home? You're being asked, can you stop and pick this up? You're, see, that's the thing that people forget about these guys is it's a real life. They have a whole life the same way as Every, you and I th- do. Exactly. Like at home. Like your husband calls you and says, Hey, we're gonna do this and hey, we did I mean it it's it's not a it's not a male thing or a female thing. It's just a family thing. Right. Which everybody has responsibilities around the holidays and you're trying to to get to Uncle Bob's on time and are you going to bring what you're supposed to bring and do you have the car loaded and you have a car seat and you know do you have the the the, the playpen and all the, it, it's just normal well now the guys just get the day off and they get to be with their family do what you need to do, do what you need to do handle the day but that's what I'm saying about Vrabel is he understands that real life happens and he understands that these guys are grown-ups, and he treats them like grown-ups. And I think that's why this team plays so hard for him, because he understands the the extra components of what your life is like as 
a player who is trying to balance having an actual life and doing this job that is all-consuming. Well, that's it. I mean, this is a job. And for the folks who just watch on Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays or soon-to-be Fridays. Any day. Any day. You know, you're just thinking about the football game. And you're thinking this is like watching the college team or whatever. And the college kids certainly have to go to class and they have they have lives, you know, other places. But these guys have families, have, you know, they're making mortgage payments. They're doing, you know, they, they've got a flat tire on their car or their security system goes out at home or, you know, their AC has quit on them. I mean, all these things happen. Mike tries to take as many distractions out off the table as he possibly can. And I think to take your point a step further, there is a credibility with Vrabel that he has with these guys because of stuff like this. Yeah. So when they get on the field, he has their attention. When he gets in meetings, he has their attention. I think there is a total credibility with him as the leader. He does a good job of managing this is a time where I can have your complete undivided exactly. attention because I am giving I understand that your attention needs to be elsewhere at other times. I get it. Yeah, and I respect that. I get it and I respect it. I respect that as him of just somebody watching our coach, but I think it, I think it makes a big deal to the players and their families. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now, I don't know that he'll be able to do this every year. Some years you may have to practice on Thanksgiving. We, we're going to play on Thanksgiving again at some point soon. I mean, it, it happens. We've played on Christmas before. We've played on Christmas Eve. I mean, that comes up in this job. But when you have these situations where you can, you know, he'll, he'll have all their attention today and then off tomorrow, and then he'll have all their attention Friday and Saturday. So if they win or if they lose, it's not going to be because they were off on Thursday or thrown off. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think that's a big part of it. Yeah. I just thought I'd share that. No, I think it's great. I think, I mean, personally, I like it too. Sure. <laughs> I think it's very nice for, I mean, because it goes beyond just the players and the coaches as well. It's the support staff. Oh, it's, it's huge. Because we people, have to come in on. Yeah, yeah. It's all of the people that are kind of orbiting around this team. It's, I mean, the equipment guys and the sure. trainers and everybody who is here trying to help. It's, it's an acknowledgement that they all have lives. It's time to wrap up this edition of the OTP presented by our friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans. That does it for this edition of the OTP. Happy Thanksgiving. And to the OT people, sincerely, um, thank you for your support of, of this podcast, of everything that we do. Um, we keep you in mind in everything we do, we promise. And we are most thankful for uh, your great support of this football team that we hope is on its way to its third straight. AFC South title. That was very nice, Mike. Keep the train a-rolling. Yes. For Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith, and you have been listening to the OTP.